Welcome to Caregiver Crossing, a podcast to embrace family caregivers of today and tomorrow. And now, here's your host, Tina McIntosh, along with Sarah Shetty. Well, hello and welcome to Caregiver Crossing, the podcast. I'm Tina McIntosh. And I'm Sarah Shetty. Hello. And before we get started, we want to say a big thank you to our sponsors, uh, to the folks at AARP, Bethany Village, Severance and Howard, and last but not least, American Senior Communities. And here representing American Senior Communities is Melanie Perry. Good day. How are you? Good day. Good day. <laughs> Good day. I love I'm that. <laughs> um, I'm so glad you're here when Sarah told me you were coming in. You know, some of the list of things to talk about. There's so much. Melanie and I, first of all, have known each other for a long time. My goodness, 20 years? Probably mm-hmm. really close to yeah. 20 years. Yeah, very long time. Oh my, that's a long time. <laughs> and um, I know your heart, and I know how much you love working with people living with dementia. It is my passion. It, it is. is. The, it, what? Why? You know, I I think it started uh, even longer than 20 years ago, probably closer to 30 years ago when I actually started serving individuals uh, as a personal care assistant living in an all-memory care home. And it was simply to supplement my student loans at a time I was going through graduate school. And much to my surprise, I fell deeply in love with this population and the service of them. And from that point on, I I just knew that's what I was supposed to do. And I've continued uh, in their service uh, ever since. I feel like that's what I hear so many times from people who are in the field is what you just said. Much to my surprise, yes. I fell in love with it. Yeah. Well, you know, you hear that term, Alzheimer's or dementia. And at first, you kind of think it sounds a little scary. And maybe these are people that are acting in a way that they shouldn't. And then once you get to know them and find out that they're human beings just like uh, like you and I, and uh, they happen to, to be human beings who, who are going through this additional challenge of, of having some memory challenges and some, some other challenges that go along with it, you find out you love them just like you love any other person. And, uh, and then you find that because they, they lose their voices in a sense, as they go through that journey, you, you start to feel that love and feel that, that, um, that mission to pick up that voice and be their voice for them and become that advocate. I agree with you entirely. And I'm so glad that you love, uh, you love people and living things so much, Melanie. It just, um, you know, it drips from you. So, oh, you. so you were in the very beginning of what we know as Augustus Cottages. Mm-hmm. Instrumental yes. in that, left for a little bit and then came back to ASC. True. And it, for people who are not familiar with what, well, who's Augusta, first of all? Sure. So Augusta, if we were going to use good German pronunciation, we would call her Augusta. Um, Augusta. Augusta. Oh. Um, so um, Augusta, we've Americanized her name, is actually um, Augusta Dieter of Frankfurt, Germany, in whom the first, in whom Dr. Alois Alzheimer's found what we now know are the hallmark symptoms of Alzheimer's disease, by actually looking in a segment of her brain after she had gone through her own uh, Alzheimer's journey, what we now know as as an Alzheimer's journey. So as an homage to her, the first person in whom these symptoms were seen and uh, thereby beginning our understanding of how to serve these individuals, hopefully more and more effectively, we wanted to name our program after her. I love that. I think it's brilliant, actually. And it's um, it's not so in your face, right? right? Mm-hmm. When you're looking for placement for a loved one or work happens to be for you. Mm-hmm. And what is special about, so we hear you go into a, 
Oh goodness, what do we say now? Skilled care facility. Yes. I can't keep up with the PC yes. stuff, Melanie. Yes. <laughs> you know, long-term care, mm-hmm. the nursing home. Mm-hmm. You go into a skilled nursing facility. Yes. And you find an Augustus cottage mm-hmm. at almost all of your locations yes. for ASC. 64 of them currently okay. across the state. Yes. And what is special about it? Well, we feel that we're very special in that, uh, again, we really strive to have this home environment. So our Augustus Cottage neighborhoods are just that. We strive to make them as homey as possible, knowing that individuals living with Alzheimer's disease or related forms of dementia, the more we can surround them with prompts and cues from home, the more settled that they will feel, the less that they're feeling they're in a hospital or some other institution. So we want our memory care venues, even though the majority of them are in skilled uh, care communities, we want our residents and our elders to feel that they truly are at home. So along with that, that's where we start is that home environment. Then we add in some very specific memory care supportive pieces, such as our team members all wear purple uniforms. Yeah, I love that. I noticed that yeah. when we toured someplace a couple yes. of a year ago. I'm glad you saw that. Really, yeah. really smart. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it helps our residents. It doesn't matter what role that the person is playing. If they work on our, our cottage, they are in purple. And that lets our residents know that if I need help, that I find somebody in purple. And with our procedural memory, which is that memory that relies on repetition, the more I see that people in purple are helping me, the more I know I go to somebody in purple if I have a need of any kind. Um, we use innovative products such as robotic pets, uh, weighted blankets, aromatherapy, um, full spectrum light boxes, um, red plates when we dine to help our residents uh, have their appetite simulated and it also helps provide a good visual distinction. So we really try our best to really provide wonderful innovative products and experiences and philosophies for our uh, residents so that we can serve them given the, the science, the, the best science that we have currently to know how to serve them and that we're utilizing those those principles and protocols. But you've always been on the cutting edge of that stuff. I remember when you were doing the Snoozeland stuff. Yes, yes. Years ago when Snoozeland yeah. was kind of a hot thing. Do you know yeah. what No, is? I don't. <laughs> if you had to guess, any guesses? Well, I'm hearing insulin. Snoozeland. Oh, well... Which is I, but I similar thought, but different. Well, I thought I was hearing a combo to words. Uh, you no, know, no, no. like Brangelina. Yes, I, I, I have heard of it. <laughs> yeah. Moment of silence. For but no, I don't know what. So Snoozeland is, uh, it has to do with lights, it has to do with environment, it has to do with the temperature and the feel mm-hmm. and, and things that would yeah, sensory stimulate us. Oh. So when you talk about the light boxes and yes. the, you know, the pets, like mm-hmm. those are some of the things that I think are uh, a second generation almost mm-hmm. of Snoozeland. Those pets, by the way, are so creepy. <laughs> we have them here at Joy's house, and they freak me out. Some, some people actually find them pretty endearing. So uh, I know. That you have that reaction. <laughs> no, it really is, isn't yeah. it? I like because the puppies so better than the kitties, but um, they're just, like, they do freak me out just a little yeah. bit. Have you yeah. seen them? No. Do they, do they make noises? They do. Oh. They yeah. do. They make noises. They move. The cat rolls on its back so you can pet its belly. Its ears move. The, their eyes move. They bark, they meow, you know, so they are very... Will they walk? They, do, they don't walk They yet. don't walk. However, there is a next generation of robotic pets coming out that is so lifelike, it's it's difficult to talk from a real pet. It's actually their Robert Lim, the Henson, Jim Henson um, engineers and puppeteers in the production of these um, next generation of animals. Wow. Um, if you go and Google Tombot, you can see that what's coming. They're not in production yet, but they are on the way. And they are, you talk about scary real. Going to freak are, me out yes, even they more. Will, they will freak out even more. Yeah. They, <laughs> I remember when we were doing the radio show, and I know we're going to take a break here in just a minute, but when we were doing the radio show, um, Terry Stacy had one of the cats. We interviewed 
the VP of sales from, is it Hasbro that makes uh, this? It was, and now it's, uh, he's broken off and has made a new company. Got it. Okay. So we were interviewing him and she had put the cat in her lap and then she put it under her desk, turned it off, put it under. And then I kept messing with her just going, <laughs> and she's like, I don't know how to turn, you know, you know, Terry, I don't know how to turn this thing off. <laughs> I was like, I swear, I'm going to take the batteries out. <laughs> There's so, actually a switch that you can sign in. There really is. There's a switch. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. But, but our residents have an amazing response to these to these robotic really? bags. And for some of our residents, actually, we may not have heard their voice for quite some time. Um, they well, some of them have immediately started talking wow. to us, and we've had team members brought to tears wow. by the response from some of our elders to these bags. They are beautifully effective. It doesn't matter if they freak me out. They are beautifully effective. I know we've got a couple of cats here. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, they love it. But this next generation, I'm going to check that out. Yes. So, all right, give us your website real quick. ASCCare.com. ASCCare.com. Mm -hmm. We are going to take a break. I think we're going to hear from ASC, and then we'll be back on Caregiver Crossing. Caring people make the difference. You can feel it the minute that you walk into American senior communities. Experts in senior health care, not just doing a job, but following a calling. They are here to help you and your family find answers, solutions, and peace of mind. In fact, they become an extension of your family. For more information about American Senior Communities, visit ASCCare.com. That's ASCCare.com. Thanks for sticking around here on Caregiver Crossing. We've got Melanie Perry in studio with us. She's with American Senior Communities. What's your official title? I'm the Director of Memory Care Support Services. Yeah, you are. <laughs> uh, and Sarah Shaddy is, of course, here in our home studio at Joyce House as well. Hello, hello. Um, Melanie, we, it's fall. Mm -hmm. Welcome to fall. Yes. I told somebody the other day, I couldn't believe it was October. And then really, I can't believe it's 2019. Mm -hmm. Like it's too fast. Time does go quickly, doesn't it? Yeah. It but does. they told us when, as we got older, time would go faster. I didn't believe it, but unfortunately, the older I get, the faster it does seem to go. Yeah. yeah. We hear a lot of blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to hear the truth. This mm -hmm. is at least my experience. <laughs> That's what I heard, but it's fall. So what are things particularly thinking about caregivers mm -hmm. with a loved one living with dementia. Mm -hmm. What are some fall kinds of things that we can do? Well, the wonderful thing about fall is that it is so sensory rich. So just think about all of that, things that we all love about fall. And so many of those things can be utilized by caregivers to truly stimulate and bring reminiscent experiences to their loved ones living with Alzheimer's or dementia. We all can, if we close our eyes and think about what do what leaves um, smell like after a fall rain when they've fallen off the tree or if you've ever you know covered yourself in leaves you know as a kid what is that smell like we all can identify that smell that feel um, going to an apple orchard to pick um, apples during the fall or um, having experiences of just hearing a fall rain or the winds you know as it is it and, and you watch the, the, the leaves fall off the, the trees and these beautiful, colorful storms. So, so many sensory rich experiences that as a caregiver, we can truly take advantage of with our loved ones. So it's a wonderful time to go out and, and if, if your loved one is able to do some outings so that we can go see the leaves on the trees, go and go and, you know, if, if your loved one is okay in a car, go and travel to the southern part of, of Indiana, for instance, and see the, the colorful leaves um, and go do some sightseeing or uh, take a walk through your own neighborhood or your own yard, even if you have a lot of trees with, with beautiful uh, leaves and pick up the leaves and touch them and smell them. Maybe even, you know, if, if your loved one's open to it, 
we lie down on the ground and we cover ourselves with leaves once again, just yeah. like we did when we were when we were kids. Or taking them inside and remember how we would um, trace leaves or do the the relief um, yeah. prints oh, over yeah. them with the plants. We can still do things like that with our loved ones with dementia, bringing back those wonderful reminiscent experiences and providing them with some of those wonderful sensory things. And my goodness, think of the the gustatory or taste sensations that we can stimulate through uh, during fall. So all things apple, pumpkin, pumpkin spice, all these things that we yes. love, we should just, you know, really offer to our loved ones at this particular time of year as well. Yeah. Sarah, when you think of fall, what comes to mind for you? Particularly reminiscent stuff. Yeah. I mean, crunching leaves, yes. I think too. I was thinking about that when you were talking about yes. covering up leaves or drawing, yes. just the crunching. crunching. Um, if you can, you know, step and crunch with your feet, but even just kind of crunching them in your hands Perfect. too. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. From a decorating perspective, um, it's actually a thing to go cut, you know, like a, a not a branch, mm-hmm. but, you know, like some leaves off of a tree sure. on a small branch. A twig. Yeah. A twig. We'll go with twigs <laughs> yes. and put them in a vase yes. and decorate. You're oh, yeah. outside in. You're not harming the tree. And, exactly. um, but yeah, I think of the crunching leaves too. Yeah. I think of chili and football yes. and, you know, but yes. so all the smell in the house. I mean, we all do that kind of naturally, I think. Some of the the fall candles come out. Mm-hmm. You know, everything just changes. Colors yes. can change. Chili in the yes. crock pot. I'm sure. Yeah. Yes. So all those things are, are wonderful things that we should make sure we don't stop doing if we are find ourselves in the caregiving role, simply because we come, become so busy with our caregiving that we forget about some of these wonderful life experiences we can still have with our loved one. So these things that we're talking about, we need to continue to do, if not accentuate them, uh, when we are, are caring for somebody with Alzheimer's or dementia. And what about, Melanie, your take on how to present some of that stuff? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say what I think and then because okay. I don't know how else to say it. Sure. Uh, for instance, if I want to do the leaf coloring that you're yes. talking about, you know, trace over the leaf. Um, but my loved one doesn't want to do it. If I say, my experience has mm-hmm. taught me, if I say, Melanie, would you help me do this? Mm-hmm. This is, I need to, I want to do this. And I need some help. You will help me more than if I say here. Over this yes. yes, that's a, a perfect way to, to get a loved one to become involved and to say it more along the lines of, you know what I'm remembering, you know what I'm thinking of, were the days when we used to do this, you know what, I just feel like I want to try that again to see if it still turns out, to see if I'll still like it. And, you know, would you help me with this? Would you help me? And so it's more coming from my viewpoint rather than, you know, because it, we do run the risk of a potential of a loved one saying, oh, that's childish. Oh, I don't want to do kids right. stuff. To say, well, okay, but can you help me do it? Because I, you know, I would just really like to do this again. So again, to get their help to let them see that it's, it's something that maybe they're helping you with is a perfect uh, strategy for, for that type of involvement. Yeah, and don't take it personally. If your loved one yeah. is not interested or it doesn't go as you mm-hmm. had hoped, just it's okay. Absolutely, you know, move through it. It's not personal. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Any other tips for fall? Um, no, again, just really act accentuating that that sensory rich um, wonderful world that that, that does become uh, this way at this time of year and then uh, additionally just looking for reminiscent opportunities because what we really want to do is tap into those long-term memories that do remain on the part of our loved one uh, because those are those those are the memories that are most easily accessible and very often will bring the most joy for our loved one. Alzheimer's is so fascinating I cannot wait I'm not sure if I'll be alive or not for the day that we really understand Dementia in general, but Alzheimer's specifically, um, why it happens, what's really happening in the brain. I mean, uh, and and the other thing I'll say this before we go is have 
patience with oh, your loved one. Absolutely. And know that with dementia, mm -hmm. oftentimes what happens is you ask a question and you might not get an answer for five minutes. Mm -hmm. But you yeah. may. Yeah. So just, we're so rushed all the time. We just are. Mm -hmm. Slow down. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We need to move at the speed of the person who is affected rather than trying to get them to move at our speed. So you're exactly right. We need to slow down. We need to figure out at what speed they're moving on the current day. And we need to join them in that place. Um, Melanie Perry, we're so glad you were here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And uh, we hope to see you all again next week on yeah. Forever Crossing. All right. Until then, have a great week. You've been listening to Caregiver Crossing, a podcast to embrace family caregivers of today and tomorrow. If you would like to learn more about Joy's House, visit joyshouse.org. And for social media, you can like us on Facebook at Caregiver Crossing.